0: Yeah.
1: Do, 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 do. I am back from my vacation. I have successfully traumatized my child.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm back.
0: Rob sounds Being fine. Sick. That's
1: fine. Yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, so I brought my child on a ghost tour in New Orleans. Um I don't know if you have you you guys have done a ghost tour, right? I know you have Rob, right?
2: I have, yes. I've done a couple of
1: them. I've and actually it's... done them in New Orleans as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did so, um, like,
0: Chattanooga and Alexandria
1: nice so usually the ones I've done have always at least the ones I've done have mostly been in like civil war cities so most of the the tales and stories are things that happened 100 200 years ago And I kind of figured it'd be the same with New Orleans but (laughs) New Orleans didn't have a huge part in the uh that thing so I told my kid and I like I've been on ghost tours before you know nothing that happened happened recently it won't be scary
2: Except this is New Orleans. To <laughs> yeah. so.
1: so we get to the ghost tour. We go. The very first thing they bring us to is this. Um, it's like a Hyatt or something. Just a hotel right in the middle of the city. They look up and they're like, you know, you will see a figure jump off the, that periodically jumps off the building. This is, and then they tell the story of Zach and Addie, And again, I told we'll them. call them Zaddy. <sighs> I don't think <laughs> they want to be combined. Uh-oh. Uh, Zach and Addie were became super famous during Katrina. Because they were a couple that had just started dating, Katrina hit, and they were one was a bartender, one was a barback, so they i mean it was illegal, but not really because everything was going bad anyway they were the the couple that went in and got food from these restaurants that was gonna spoil anyway and cooked Before it an for all the peop- for all the people that stayed mm-hmm. and fell in love and it was awesome uh after everything kind of started coming back to normal after Katrina, you know they moved in together and Became drug addicts, and he climbed up on top of the hotel and jumped off. So my child, so people say they could still see this ghost of this guy jumping off. (laughs) So I'm like, so my child's eyes got very big. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, this ain't gonna be good. When they found him, he had his dog tags from the military. He was in the Iraq War and had major PTSD, obviously. And they found his dog tags and a letter saying, "I had to give a life for a life." Go and then had his address. They went back to the apartment and again, my child. I was still saying, "Oh, it's just going to be like fun little stories about voodoo." Like they found uh, Addie's arms and legs in the in the oven, still cooking. Her head boiling in a pot on the stove. <laughs> Jesus, what Christ. the fuck? And like all these like things written in her blood all over the thing. So you know, like like a real story. That's not like you know horror movie like made up stuff. Like that's legit. And I look at my kid, and his eyes are like, I'm like oh, no. <laughs> so the, I, I, you know, the the woman had asked us beforehand. And I'm like, look, don't screw up. Just because we're here with a kid, because I said it was okay. Um, just because we were with a kid, don't screw up the experience for other people. Right, right. Like, I'm not that people. So thankfully, my, my wonderful wife had brought um, headphones. And uh, so he was able to watch happy videos about uh, uh, Adventure Time and whatever uh, while – I was being horrified about this serial killer. Well, he killed one person, but yeah. So uh, wow. that that was my exciting uh, New Orleans trip, at least the beginning of it. Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: A child hasn't slept since it's been like two weeks. That's not true. Actually, he was fine. He's getting after. delirious at this point. Yeah, actually, I, I he the first night he was a little scared, but we kind of I talked to him about the stuff that he didn't understand. Greg is about to be featured in another one of those stories. Well, (laughs) right. Where
2: his child has gone insane from not sleeping and has cut off his head and boiled it in a pot on the stove.
0: But it's wild. That's out of his testicles.
1: (laughs) Sure. I deserve it for some reason. Out of
0: those, out of those ghost tours though, like, like I've been on, I don't know, two or three, maybe
1: (laughs) that's the most heinous,
0: unbelievable thing I've ever heard. That's insane.
1: Right, like oh it's usually. Oh my god! Well, we gotta tell. We gotta do podcast. So, do the announcing. So thing. today
0: on Ghost Stories. Wait, which podcast is this? Which one are we doing?
1: Uh, this would be the Give Me Five podcast episode two hundred and forty-eight. <laughs>
0: Well, okay, fine. We'll do that one. This is the Give Me 5 podcast, a semi-entertaining show about entertaining and gory and dark things. Uh this is um well, no. I was going to say side A episode, but we're not doing side B's these days. Um we're going to talk about pop culture. Actually, we have a lot of things to talk about this week. I'm not sure how we're going to go.
2: <laughs> we might need to break it in. We might break TV. Yeah,
0: we might need to. There there's there's a lot going on. I have a little bit of entertainment news. I don't know about you gentlemen. Um a some movies, uh, one really cool little music scene, music, just a little tidbit that I want <clears throat> to mention just because it's awesome. Um, some books, uh, Florida Man, and whatever else caught our eye. Uh, we're going to talk about all of those things. My name, because I'm delicious, is Americone Dream. And I'm joined by Cherry Garcia.
2: That's me. I love Cherry Garcia. Yeah, so good.
1: And I'm also joined by uh, fish food, groovy man. Gro- <laughs> Every so often, you get that that container of fish food that has the extra marshmallow swirl in it. <laughs> it's so good. It's like,
0: Fuck yeah, <laughs> I love those big fish fudge chunks. Uh, anyway, we could do this. I'm either.
2: not. I'm not gonna lie. My favorite one is a Publix flavor.
1: It's the blackjack cherry. Oh, is that? I,
0: I would try that. I've not tried that
1: into into the cherry ice creams that's that's interesting yeah. i do i do like it
0: and i don't normally like fruit in ice cream it just doesn't work for me but the cherry garcia
1: kicks ass anyway and blackjack cherry from <laughs> all right well i'm on it i i'm going to get that the next time Let's see if you are
0: i'm going to have greg feed it to me i've been me on a i've been on a cherry
1: kick mm-hmm. Ooh. Interesting. I'll kick your cherry <laughs> wait what
0: <laughs> what are we talking about this week uh spiderhead
2: everything are we are we going to do everything? That's a lot of shit. <laughs> well, just, we'll be brief. Go. Okay, well, okay.
0: So we're going to briefly touch on Spiderhead, which was great on uh, Netflix. The Hulu series The Bear, which is, like, blowing my mind. Um, the Netflix series First Kill. The third season of Umbrella Academy. Lightyear. And a little bit of the latest episodes of The Boys and Orville. So I'm excited, because those are all, like, really, really good. Yeah, and let's spoil. So some
1: we missed shit. last week. Yeah, we missed last week because I was in New Orleans. That's why we're doing so much stuff. We are going to touch lightly on these things, but the occasional spoiler might pop up. If that's a thing that makes you mad, I highly suggest you drive right to wherever Omar is living and kick him directly <laughs> in the genitals. See our, our website for
0: my address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm game. Is what I'm saying.
1: Even if it's not him that spoils it, by the way, that's just how we deal with these things. <laughs>
0: Wait, did you say Omar or Rob? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I gotta listen more attentively.
1: No, no, we said Omar. Damn You're it. good. <laughs> Whatever. Fine. Uh, so, I see some news here. None of which is mine, so I'm gonna sit back and enjoy hearing the news.
0: Um, Yeah, Rob, do you have anything? I've, I found a couple things, but... I do not. Um, So, this weekend was the Glastonbury festival in uh in in England. Uh, it's been the first
1: time in 2 years. One of my dream concerts actually.
0: Yeah, I've never I've never been. I'd love to. Um It's been 2 years because of COVID, obviously. Um just a couple of little interesting tidbits that I thought were kind of cool. Um the youngest ever headliner is now officially Billie Eilish at the tender age of 20 years old. And same festival, same weekend, the oldest is Paul McCartney, who was apparently 80, exactly four times her age. I
1: saw that. I was like,
2: what? Yeah. Isn't
0: that insane? So we have the youngest ever headliner and the oldest ever headliner, um, all in the same festival. Um, and then, uh, during the Paul McCartney show, uh, Dave Grohl come, came out for the first time since, um, Taylor Hawkins death and they did a couple tunes together and then, um. Also, Bruce Springsteen came out and did some tunes with him. So, um, oh, it even says here, uh, Dave Grohl played. I saw her standing there and band on the run,
1: which is kind of cool. Um, I like band. I would like to see the band on the run.
0: Yeah, they uh, apparently is pretty kick ass. Um, the couple of other movie things that are that are going on. So apparently, I didn't know this. I was a big fan of the Hunger Games books. I thought they were really, really well done. The movies, the movies were fine. I thought they were a little bit yeah. whatever. He was
1: totally a team, Peta.
2: <clears throat> he was
1: sure. He did.
2: Yes, he did.
1: Um, on the back of his like notebook, he had like "I love Peta." Uh-huh. PETA loves but it was a heart. heart. I mean, I don't write the word. Yeah, it was like like, a, like like with a little arrow stuck through it. it was like, <laughs> on and, the back of his like grade. It was in his like grade sad book.
2: Puppies and stuff.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Oh, and then it had who's the other guy? Peter and it was the I don't, I don't remember. He had the other guy's name with like the ghostbuster like no. With the with the circle and the line through it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh. Well, and we'll get to Ghostbusters in a second actually. Um <laughs> so uh apparently there's a prequel novel that came out called the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes and it's about um President Snow, but it's his backstory. It's like his evil villain backstory from it's like a flashback to the the 10th annual Hunger Games and if you recall in the novels it's the 70 you know 4th and 75th in the novels so it goes back quite a few years and talks about how president snow became evil and back when he was he was like 18 or whatever um so i'm interested in that they're making a movie of it as well uh the books were fantastic if you're if you're fans check it out um and i also s- hope they don't do that prequel thing where they
1: give them like
2: does that mean that president snow is like 80 years old I didn't think he was that old in the movie. Well, I think the they – because, remember, they're
0: very advanced technologically, so it kind of tracks, I guess. Well,
1: and they they do all the, like, like, fixing of their faces, the plastic surgery stuff and all that. Too. That's a good
0: point. Fair mm-hmm. enough. So um, then I think – I'm not sure if we've – if this has been mentioned, I don't recall, but um, Venom 3 and Ghostbusters 5 are officially confirmed.
2: Oh. Uh, no. uh oh. What's up, Rob? I. Well, I I really really enjoyed the last Ghostbusters movie, and I don't know that they need to f with it. But
0: well, the only uh, thing it says is that it just continues the story of the Spanglers. That's that's all we have. That's all I've got.
2: Okay, and I actually just re-w- I've I've had a lot of free time recently. Um. I actually just rewatched Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I still love that movie. And um, who is it? Grace McKenna, the girl who plays Phoebe, is absolutely amazing. I love her. She's so adorable. I have yet to see movie. it. Oh, you haven't seen I haven't it I even it's to see it. It's available for free.
0: It's already on the streaming whatevers?
2: Yeah. All right, well.
1: What is it? Is it on Amazon? That's what I'll be doing in the... I think it's what? on Amazon Prime, yeah, there's a bunch of really good stuff that has popped up on the streaming services recently okay. um, if you if you guys out there somehow missed the Doctor Strange movie, that's it's already on plus yeah. Oh, is it already it out yeah. Ooh, yeah yeah
2: excellent.
0: I only just um, saw um Spider-Man far from home the other night wow. a week ago. a buddy of mine screened it at their place, some friends and i it was, I thought it was awesome. It's very cool, yeah um,
1: Far from home or no way home.
0: No, the one with the multiverses and 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 Doctor yeah, Strange. That's, that's no, no way, way home.
1: home. Oh, that's no way home. Yeah, far from home was the European one. Oh, far oh, from oh, home sorry, was the one sorry, sorry, that. sorry.
0: I had it backwards. Okay, um, very good. It was really cool. I, that one is the that's the only one I hadn't seen so far, and it was cool to see the other two guys uh, pop in as as Spider Mans as well. Mm-hmm. I think they did some really interesting things with that. Um, oh, okay, and then so
2: Spider Mans,
0: spider spider dudes. Um, Tom Hardy, uh, back to Venom 3, sorry, I'm jumping around. Tom Hardy apparently has a little bit of a hand in, like, uh, developing the story for the third one. Um, so that's all that's been confirmed so far, but I thought that that was, those were just a little bit of interesting...
1: That'd be really dangerous if they gave me the ability, or any of us really, the ability to, like, develop the story. Like, okay, in this scene, there's lots of chicks. (laughs) (laughs) And all of them... Are carrying corgi puppies because <laughs> I need corgi puppies.
0: I like where you're going with this, Greg. <laughs> Call me and we'll <laughs>
1: we'll write some shit. Go on. <laughs> uh-uh. So, why is, why is that woman making a stake in this scene? Well, or anyone really making a stake. Sure. What does that have to do with the story? I just wanted to stay. Yeah. and
2: they're yeah. and they're I was, all wearing thongs. Was hungry when I wrote it. Including well, but the why do the women need to be wearing thongs?
1: No, 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 not the women. The corgis. Yeah, the corgis <laughs> are all wearing thongs. I'm not misogynist. I'm just uh, you know I don't want the corgi bits to be <clears throat> getting burnt by the the light. We try to
0: keep it appropriate, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> the corgis. Um. Yeah. Bring on the koala fights. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I should never have creative control over anything.
0: I don't know. It sounds pretty kick-ass to me, but. That's why I should also not have creative control over anything. Um, <laughs> I do have a quick Florida man story. I just thought it was kind of I thought it was kind of funny. Um, you know, we make jokes about you know the stuff that happens in Florida. Ha, ha ha. you know, it's all hurricanes and gators. Well, apparently gators just don't care anymore. A dude was bitten by a seven foot alligator while walking around a motel. At at twelve forty five in at night,
2: was this the guy that thought the gator was a dog? Yes, <laughs> I remember reading that. I was like, "What?"
0: My first question that, is, "How the that's
2: hell?" A big ass fucking yeah!
0: Dog. <laughs> uh, like, are you kidding me? But it's interesting because it said he said it was he was just walking around the motel and the there was like something basically in the shadows and it looked like a long leash. So I guess if you're at night. Whatever, and it is Florida, so there was probably meth involved. So I mean, it's fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. Let's not give the guy. You know. Yeah, um,
1: I mean, the meth is in Florida at every continental breakfast at the hotel. <laughs> yeah. It's like they've got your. You go into your room. You've got your coffee thing and the little pods, blueberry muffins. And your gla- <laughs> Yeah, like a, a few Enderman's muffins and meth.
0: Welcome to Florida. <laughs> Right. I mean, it all tracks. This meth, meth brought to you by muffins. the tourist board of Florida. You know, while we're talking about this, it makes more and more sense. Like, as
2: we, yeah. Um, yeah. But there is an interesting... Florida and our meth-dusted muffins. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
0: <laughs> is that sugar? No. <laughs> it is not sugar. Um... Sure. Yes. <laughs> well, I thought it was interesting. There's a little uh, paragraph in here that says that there's... 1.3 million gators living throughout all 67 counties in Florida. And but unprovoked alligator attacks are rare. R- with the chances of a Florida resident being seriously injured from an unprovoked alligator attack is roughly 1 in 3.1 million.
2: So like how does that relate to the chances of being struck by lightning? <clears throat> Is it higher or lower? Oh my gosh. I think it's I, I think your chances of being bit by an alligator unprovoked are lower than that of being struck by lightning. Yeah, I believe so. I know that you've got a greater chance of being struck by lightning than being attacked by a shark, which is kind of which is kind of interesting considering where we live, but mm-hmm. all the tourists out in the water with the sharks. Right. Well
1: think of how many people are out there waving metal poles in the air on golf courses. Oh, here's a so, I didn't see this tidbit. Let me ask you guys a
0: question little trivia since 1948 we we've we started tracking um he, you know like human and alligator you know attacks whatever um there have been 442 unprovoked bites this is florida so let me clarify this is the alligator biting the person not the other way around how many do you think were were fatalities
1: how many was the number? There were there
0: have been four hundred and forty two unprovoked bites since nineteen forty eight. How many do you think were fatalities? I'm
1: thinking in the seventies. Okay. What about you, Rob? What do you think?
2: Sorry, Anyone? had a uh, bit of I had an interruption. Say that one more time.
0: No, that's okay. Um,
1: since out of the four hundred and so alligator attacks unprovoked, four hundred and
0: forty two unprovoked bites. How many have resulted in fatalities?
1: And what did Greg say? I said like 70, I'll say 78.
2: I'm, I'm going to go extreme and go single digits.
1: Okay.
0: So you literally like, you think like single digits for real.
2: I'm going to say fewer than 10.
0: Okay. 26.
1: Wow. I know like at least two of those were like dudes that were running away from the police. Like jumped in one of the canals.
2: Oh, and i'm going to guess that 10 of them had uh meth involved
0: <laughs> that's a good that's a good guess <laughs> yeah i kind of assume it at this point but
1: <laughs> so um yeah that was a very big fear when i was when we were moving to florida like, really it was that that and drug dealers like just like cuz we were moving to south florida obviously in the the heat of the miami vice era right so it was like
2: <laughs> i had a uh <laughs> I had a friend that came to visit from the West Coast, and you know we were, we were just wandering around, and he saw a lake, a a body of water, and he's like, "Man, that's a great lake. I should, I really want to go swim in that lake." And I said, "No, you don't." He's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Bro, this is Florida. There's a strong possibility that any body of water you encounter has an alligator in it. Don't go swimming." Or a snapping
1: turtle, which are actually scarier.
2: Yes. And he's like, oh, good point. I didn't think of that. And I'm like, I know that's something that a lot of people not from Florida don't think of. Yes. Yes. If there's a fresh... Stick to the ocean. Yeah. (laughs) Where the sharks are. If there's a body of fresh water, there's a good chance that there's an alligator in there.
0: Exactly. Stay away. (laughs) So the alligator is now, it's been caught, and it's being transferred to a nearby farm.
1: That's cute. I ate the hell out of some alligator while I was in Norway. Okay, well, super... because this farm, proce- you
2: ate out an alligator while you were in. Uh, yes, I did. This,
0: this farm processes alligators for hide and meat. Yeah. So that give me those come hither eyes. Yeah, those alligators are uh, that alligator is going to be, uh, Greg, Greg's dinner, at some point soon.
1: As well as Greg's belt.
0: Mm-hmm. Make some
1: boots. I, I, the child wanted to try new foods. He ate alligator. He ate crawfish. It was good. Um, so this this show that is going off the rails already uh, is brought to you by our patrons. Uh, we'll and you, patron. yeah, so it's their fault that you now know more about alligators and ghosts and serial killers and whatever than you meant to. Uh, so you can thank them by going to uh, patreon.com slash give me five podcast and giving us five dollars to uh, be invited to our discord chat where you can then yell at the patrons that are already there.
0: Can we call them uh, there Patrons are levels cuz I need a
1: drink? We could do that. Okay. Uh there's also uh other levels uh including our patron of unusual size, Alec, who is also I believe on vacation. But uh he is he is eventually very soon going to take over an episode. He has he has some ideas. He has some very golden ideas. Hmm. And I don't mean that in a pornography kind hmm. of way. Like golden don't you girls. Sure. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, I mean, there's you. You're you're part German, so you. That's immediately where your mind goes, but this whole golden thing. But no, we're going somewhere else.
0: Is he following Yakov Smirnov on tour?
1: Yes. Is that is that his vacation? Yeah, that's it's weird. It's a weird thing to be a fan of. Some people like the Grateful Dead. Some people like fake Russian, actually, he's real Russian uh, comedian in Mother Russia. <laughs> did the same joke again it was great
2: <laughs> the podcast cast you <laughs>
0: yeah oh what? alligator wears human skin okay um sorry yeah.
1: so what are, we, what are we talking about first uh, let's do the the two short ones first the boys uh, in orville sure okay uh, right. orville S- uh, staying
2: strong yes yeah and and but they haven't gone back to the to the the campy, goofy. Um, it was another serious episode, but I—I I mean, I'm enjoying them, and I—it's—it's it's weird. I'm gonna need a funny episode here shortly, though. I think
1: my crazy sci-fi fan friends, and since I have worked with many a computer programmer in my day, I have some of those crazy sci-fi. You know, the the I hate Star Wars, only like Star Trek types. Mm-hmm. Um, they al- they love the Orville. Like they always are bantering about it, always are talking about like it's man. This is good, strong sci-fi. I mean, it's it's a solid show. It really is. Yeah, I think
0: I think it was good from day one.
1: uh, Seth MacFarlane, you can just push him off as being like, oh, he does stuff like Family Guy, where it's just shocking and whatever. But like Family Guy still comes up with new ideas. It's been what over twenty years. Yeah, Mm -hmm. first season
0: was ninety nine,
1: and Family
2: Guy does does a lot of what like South Park did and what South Park was famous for in that they they push the envelope they're not afraid to offend people, which is something I appreciate in today's society um they're not afraid to to offend people and they put it's not always just about shock value there is there is usually or occasionally a message there, and they've continued that with the orville and the I mean, the last three episodes of this new season have all been fairly strong episodes, I would say.
0: Yeah, he's a really, in my opinion, I mean, he he's a comedian and he writes comedy, but he's a really bright, very interesting person,
1: uh, Seth MacFarlane. So, we, almost, we almost never had him. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? He's, he slept through his alarm and was supposed to be on one of the flights on, for 9-11.
0: 9/11 and he, he missed his plane. Yep. Um.
2: I did not know that. Yeah. Wow! Yeah,
0: he uh, was the, even even the Family Guy, power, I believe. Sorry, even Family Guy episodes. Some of them are. They're, I mean, they're all very. They're all well done, but some of, they're very smart. They're like intelligent. Like he's, he he. I, I love his writing. I, anything that he's has to do with, I'll watch. And Orville is no exception. I think it's fantastic.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so Orville been continuing to be great. Check that out on is that Hulu. So, guys, go watch it, because that's direct. If you're interested in sci-fi, if that's direct, you they know exactly how many people are watching it. So watch it. Watch it again. Watch it three times. Put it on and just fall asleep and let all the episodes play through.
2: That's, that's actually
1: a really time. good idea. <laughs> um, and the boys. Oh, boy. Hmm. Herogasm.
2: That was they pulled hilarious.
1: off the heroism ep- episode. I was actually kind of not very much in the mood for that episode to be coming up because, kind of like, I know it's different, but um, like when you knew the episode, the Glenn episode of The Walking Dead was happening, you're like, okay, this is going to happen, but I really don't want to watch it. But like, just in the over the topness mm-hmm. coming up of the Herogasm, like, oh, what are they going to do? Um, but it w- it was funny. <laughs> It really was. The, the 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 flaming penis got me. <laughs> the, Which is not going to be the title of this episode, but it should be. The love
2: sausage or whatever?
1: The one, like, there's just a scene where they're talking, and there's a guy in the background walking, and he's got, like, a flaming penis.
0: Not the, not the guy that answers the door with his...
1: Yeah, not that guy. The guy that was flip. in the previous season. Uh, love sausage. But there's just a dude walking in the background. And it's just there. The icicle thing. Oh, yeah. they like... I'm like, oh my god. But it's interesting uh, like
0: the 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 way that they do it. I mean, I know that the the technology exists now. But they do a real and and just that not just that scene. i I just mean in general, like all the exploding body parts and all this craziness that they had that they do in that show. They do a fantastic job. Like it looks really. amazing. To the point where I have difficulty eating when I'm watching that show. But it looks it's <laughs> really well done. I mean, I I love it. I mean, I think it's a fan. I didn't read the comics, but the, just in general, the show's amazing, and this episode was no exception.
1: It had a great, I mean, one of the battles we've kind of been waiting for, too. Yeah, that was kick-ass. Yes, yep.
2: and, and what are you thinking of, um, um, crap, I can't remember his name. Soldier Boy. <sighs> I mean, a psycho, but they all are. I just mean specifically um Jensen Ackles.
0: I think he's I think he's killing Zones it. Boy. I think he's doing
2: great.
1: Yeah. I don't see him.
2: I don't see from Supernatural I don't see Supernatural when I
1: see him. I, right. I didn't know who he I've never seen Supernatural. Oh. Still. So He was I,
2: Dean Win- Winchester in Supernatural. Oh, okay. One of the main characters. Yeah,
1: the, one of the two gotcha. brothers. I think he's do- Well, I think I think he's doing a great the job. The guy the showrunner for The Boys is the sh- was the showrunner from Supernatural. Mm. Um right. I believe. Because I th- when I read the thing, they said that it's his – when they said Jensen Ackles is, uh, often partners or whatever with uh, Kripke, who's the – Oh, Eric, Eric Kripke.
2: Kripke. Yeah, because Eric Kripke did a lot of the uh, stuff for uh, Supernatural. Supernatural. I think he was one yeah. of the producers or something.
1: Um, yeah, it was really good. It's, uh, I mean, obviously going to be over the top, but – wildly entertaining yes and between the orville and the boys and just some of the other stuff that's out right now it's like I, i'm so excited when a new episodes available yeah same
2: i every every friday that's one of the things i need to run home and try and do is watch that um the uh i i did like that i ended this episode not being like oh my god poor starlight she kind of took charge i'm wondering what's going to happen now but uh She's taken charge of her destiny
1: so far. I, the way they do her eyes is really cool. When she's, like... When they light up. Starts getting mad yeah. and is like, I'm... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminds me of in uh, Detective Pikachu when he, like, is talking to the kid in the apartment and he points at his butt. He's like, I am going to electrocute you. <laughs> but she just does it with, like, her eyes and that glance, and they, like, get that silvery yellow. It's really cool. hmm There's
0: some interesting things in this episode, uh, without giving anything away, the... At the end... With um, A-Train and that other guy who, (sighs) I can't remember. Blue Hawk. Huh? Blue Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. I didn't see that coming.
2: I I loved that they pointed out the hypocrisy. Correct. That he was all been out of shape about somebody doing something to his family when he's been doing it for three seasons. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. I thought that was really well done. And I think he, and it's funny because I feel like that really made him, kind of realize things a little bit. Like I felt like he, I don't remember. There was a little scene where he was like, like where he, seemed to have embraced that idea that he's he's, oh he when he he apologizes. I remember to Huey. He yeah,
1: apologizes. He Huey. gets punched.
0: And then gets punched, and that's a whole other thing. But without giving, and doesn't kill
1: anyone. So.
0: Yeah, but he realizes that he deserved it. You know. I thought that was very. Oh, well, I down. think
2: they still fight, but
0: I don't remember that.
1: But yeah, um, great show. Yeah i I look forward to it every week when it comes out. Okay, so now some things I don't know much about. Uh, anyone want to do Spiderhead or the Bear who wants to jump in? Uh, did you see? Um, I can I can lead Spiderhead, and then
2: Omar can do Bear okay. if you want, because I've only seen like the first three episodes, but I'm enjoying it.
0: First, which one? Uh,
1: the Bear.
2: For the Bear, yeah. Okay.
1: Spiderhead. Was so good. hoping that the, I'm so hoping that the Bear is a story about a um a large hairy. Gay I was man, just gonna say that's not is what also it is. a bear. No. <laughs> right.
2: Well, and Spiderhead is a movie that was released on Netflix on June 17th of this year, 2022. It's directed by Joseph Kosinski. And it does star Chris Hemsworth, Miles Teller, Journey Smollett, uh, Mark Pagio, Pog- Tess Hal- Halbrick, Ben Knight, Daniel Reeder, Sam Delick, Ron Smick, B.B. Betancourt, Joey Vieria, Stephen Tongan, Nathan Jones, and Angie Milliken. And it's basically about convicts who who take a chance at a reduced sentence and volunteer for medical experiments, basically. And they're being used as uh as subjects for new drug trials and the The drug trials are being administered by Chris Hemsworth character um, Abnesti, who during the movie we realize is actually the owner of the pharmaceutical company, and he's testing all these new drugs on these people by injecting them you know they have these injectors implanted in their spines or whatever, and he has to get permission to inject them or whatnot. But I think that gets overridden later in the in the movie. Um, but there are various types of drugs that he's testing. One one drug induces or uh, fosters love. One drug is like a torture kind of drug. Um, one drug. What what were some of the other ones? Uh, Omar? The, the uh, one where
0: you eat all the time.
2: Yeah, there there's a drug that it, that stimulates your appetite. Um but there's one drug in particular that becomes the real focus of it and that's one that when when you're on it, you're completely um um compliant. Yep. Yeah. I guess. Compliant. Yeah. Compliant? Yep. yep. Like you you basically <laughs> do what you're told. And the the entire thing when you you realize that that um the only thing that that drug won't let you do is hurt that what you love the most so it it overrides your your choices i guess on everything except that one thing and i mean the show is really i mean the movie's really well done it, the the acting is amazing chris hemsworth puts in a great performance as Abnesti, the the owner of the pharmaceutical company and miles teller is actually really good in this as well Um, it's, it's really twisted, um, and not, and I'm not sure that this kind of stuff actually goes on, and, you know, probably for the very reasons that are illustrated in this movie is reasons why stuff like this doesn't actually happen, but I could see some, you know, twisted version of this research happening today. I, I mean, I, I would be absolutely disgusted, but not totally surprised if it did happen. Um, and I'm not so sure that that isn't the bigger issue here (laughs) (laughs) is that I can, I could actually see shit like this happening and, and be like, how in the fuck did they let that happen? I don't, I don't understand. Omar thoughts.
0: Um, I thought it was really well done. Um, again, I, I agree with the acting, um, especially, um, Hemsworth and Teller, they were both great. Um, I liked how I felt like each sort of act in the movie, you know, movies are usually mm-hmm. like three acts. Uh, I think they were just long enough. It was just time for the next thing to happen. Yeah. Did, does that make sense? Like everything was going along smoothly and then the first major thing happens with, with that girl. Um,
2: they didn't waste a lot of Correct. Time. It was well
0: paced. Which was which is a big deal for a movie like this because there's not a lot of characters, and the entire thing takes place in this one facility, basically just a couple of different rooms. So any one thing could feel too long or too boring, and it never does. I thought it was I thought it was well done, um, and I thought too I thought it was interesting. It was like a kind of a, you know, they're talking about morality. Some of the things that that he's asked or some of the other characters are asked to do. It's like. I really don't. I, I really don't want to do that to somebody else because I know what it's like. That sort of thing. And I thought, I thought it, I thought it raised a lot of interesting questions as well. But, but I also agree with you what you what you're saying about like, you know, this type of twisted research that could be done. Um, it, it was good mm-hmm. and it raised some interesting questions. I, it's definitely, definitely recommended.
2: Yeah, I, I, I would definitely recommend it if you if you're looking for a. And it's not really a suspense kind of thing. And it's, I would, I would basically classify it as like a drama. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Um, And, you know, I didn't realize that was Nathan Jones. Wait. The, the big tatted up guy. Yeah.
0: Wait, who's Nathan Jones?
2: Nathan Jones was a uh, wrestler from the early 2000s. Because yeah, that guy was large. He was very large. Yes. Like, like really big.
0: Okay. All right. Very good, Greg. You gotta see it, or you're a loser.
2: He's a loser. Yeah, that's fair.
1: I had so much to watch. That's fair.
2: But yeah, Spiderhead, solid movie. Check it out if you've got some time to kill. Check it out. You won't. You won't be disappointed.
1: Good cast. Hmm. Yeah, but also spiders.
2: There are literally no spiders in this movie.
1: Yeah, the
0: Spiderhead thing doesn't really get explained. I mean, it does, but it doesn't like. You
2: you find out what that is,
0: and it's no big deal, but you never really it's, found out. It's basically the facility. Yeah, but but does he ever say why it's called that? I don't recall a reason. Because for
2: it. it, I I, from what I gathered, I believe it had to do because there were there were numerous rooms that uh, branched off from the control room, and the control room was basically called the spider head because each one of the rooms was down like a certain leg.
0: Uh, okay. I didn't catch that. I must At least
2: that's it. what I got out of it. I, I I could be wrong, but I think that's what it was. That does
0: make sense. That makes sense. Um Well, moving on to
1: I'm Going to go to the uh the gay porn corner. Yes. yes. With the bear. Yeah. The released bear. on
0: Hulu. Um you can tell it's done for FX because there's little breaks for uh like where commercials would be. Each episode is you know, right. just under 30 minutes. Um, it was released uh, on the 23rd of, uh, of June, so just a few days ago. Um, I actually kind of came across it completely by accident the other day when I was getting ready for my little vacation to Washington, D.C. Um, and I just kind of happened to start watching it while I was getting ready, and I just got completely sucked in. I watched the entire thing. Um, Jeremy Allen White... Um Eben Moss Barak Bach Rock, Liz Colon Edwin Lee Gibson, Corey Hendricks, Richard Asteras, Jose M. Cervantes, Io Edabiri, who plays Sydney, who was amazing, um Lionel Boyce, Abby Elliott, Maddie Matheson, and there's a little tiny uh cameo by John Barenthal from who, you know, played the Punisher and he was in uh Walking Dead um he mm-hmm. plays uh in just a, like a, a tiny little scene um the show is a a young chef the synopsis is a young chef from the fine dining world returns to Chicago to run his family's sandwich shop the reason he returns to Chicago is because his brother committed suicide and oh, his God. brother is played by uh John Barenthal. that's and that's so it's just a little flashback oh okay like okay So – but it's – the way the show starts out, it's just the chaos of a kitchen. Like it just – there's no – oh, there's like a a little dream sequence that lasts like a minute or two and then boom, he's in a kitchen and just nuts. Everything's nuts. Like he's doing his thing and it's just like how the day starts. And each episode is so good that they just pull you in. Um, And he's just fighting with these people who worked with his – because it used to be his brother's restaurant – and they worked together for years and years, um, and they just don't want to change. And they're all sort of dealing with suicide in in their own way. And one of the one of the guys that works in there was his brother's best friend, who's like a total dick. Um, mm-hmm. And he's coming. Uh, uh, the the bear is kind of like the main character's nickname because his. Um, His name is Carmen Berzado. So it's called the bear after him. Everyone calls him Carmy. Um, And he's kind of like trying to bring them along and teach them some things because he's really... In this show, they tell you that he worked at one of the best restaurants in in the United States or whatever in the world. And there's even a couple of flashbacks to to that. Um, I loved everything about it. Like literally right from the start, Boom. Um, it just sucks you right in. Like I said, some of the episodes, you know, like I said, they're about half an hour, under half an hour. They went by, I remember like maybe two or three times. I remember thinking there's no way this episode is over. It just started, but it had had been like 25 minutes and it felt like five because there's so much happening and it's so fast. It's so incredibly well acted. Everybody in that show is incredible. Um, Jeremy Allen white who plays the bear is, is also from the show. Shameless. He played Lip, one of the older brothers. Um, which, if you haven't seen Shameless, it's phenomenal. you got to see it. The writing is amazing. The, Sorry? The,
2: the show reminds me a lot of the the restaurant bar slash bar rescue shows that I've seen. With like, uh, John Taffer. Where yep. he comes in to try and turn a restaurant around. Because I, I really feel like that's what the main character is trying to do. He's basically inherited this restaurant from his brother that you know his brother committed suicide, but the the restaurant isn't doing well, and he's trying to change the culture and he's trying to change the way things work. And the employees are like, "No, fuck you. We're going to do things the way we want to do it." And there are so many times I'm like, "Just fire that fucking bitch."
0: <laughs> yeah, there were so many things Just, where I was like, "Oh my god, I hate you so much. Oh, I hate you.
2: I want to cut that bitch. Down. Oh my
0: god, she's the worst.
2: I'm only I'm only like three episodes in, but I fucking oh hate her she's guts. the
0: worst. She's because she's quiet about it." Like the friend is just a loud asshole,
2: right? But right. she's and, fucking and with he's, people. He's in your face. He's a problem. But she's one of those. She's one of those quiet ones who refuses to change and then deliberately fucks up other people.
0: Correct. And and it's the the arc of the show. I mean, it, it takes you down that road, but it's it's just so well written i mean I, I, there's no way there's no other way to really without giving examples and giving too much away it is fantastic and and i don't know if you agree rob but um the acting is amazing like yeah. everybody is just spot on like those characters are so good they're so well
1: done um i got to watch this it it is phenomenal it's and and it's finishing it, up the anthony bourdain uh, biopic for next week and uh, oh Yes, for sure. I've Something I've already like, started watching that. <clears throat> I'm all in on kitchen stuff. Highly recommended. You'll
2: you'll like it, Greg. It'll the characters will drive you insane, but you'll like it.
1: Yep. There was a show many years ago called Feed the Beast with uh, about like two friends opening up a restaurant that like lasted a season, but it was it was also really good, and I still kind of miss it.
0: It it was like um, a scripted show. Okay. Yeah.
1: And uh, but it was. I, this sounds a little bit like it, at least tonally, but I'm, I'm fascinated with like restaurants and cause I never got a chance to work in one and. But, oh, they suck. You know, it's the worst. I like, co- I, like co- I like cooking and you know, that's the other good. Th- it seems like an excellent pl- place to work in order to get like an alcohol and drug problem at the same time. Any restaurant, any like high volume restaurant.
0: Yeah. The restaurants sucked, but, it, but, but. It was also very accurate because it's like what it's like in the kitchen. I never did the kitchen thing in restaurants, but like in college and afterwards, you know, I, d- I worked in restaurants and they, it just got, oh man. You saw some things. I, oh, I oh yeah, I got stories. But, um oh, I
1: have crazy stories, especially. So you should check out uh, Omar's other podcast, uh, Tales from the Restaurant, <laughs> which he tells you naughty things that he you saw. I have no idea, but... <laughs> Oh, I do because you would tell me. You would I tell did. me. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. There's a good good thing. There was no cell phones back then. That would have been a thing. Um, <laughs> that don't mean me. I'm talking about other people. But patrons. Yeah. Holy crap. Um. Anyway, <clears throat> highly recommend it. Absolutely have to watch it. Um. So we don't have to. I think it was Greg that was going to get kicked in the nuts, right? from earlier. No, it was you. no I'm Still pretty you. sure
1: it was you. Continuing to be you. It was you though. There's a... <laughs> Uh first kill. I didn't watch it. I don't know what it is. So if someone else has to talk about I have it. not either.
2: I watched it. This was something that uh that Jen and I had talked about cuz we saw it was uh releasing on Netflix. It was it came out uh June 6th of 2022. Like I said, it is on Netflix and it does star Sarah Catherine Hook. Amani Lewis, Elizabeth Mitchell, uh, Aubin Wise, Gracie D- Diziani, Dominic Goodman, Philip Mullings Jr., Jason R. Moore, Will Swenson, and Jonas Dylan Allen. And it's basically Romeo and Juliet with vampires and monster hunters. So There's 100% a hundred percent
1: chance that my wife would love this.
2: And it's it's basically it's another teenage Romeo and Juliet. The the classic, you know, we can't be together. One side doing something terrible and then blaming the other side. Uh, they had a they had the classic lack of communication, quote unquote, misunderstandings, where you know one sentence would have explained and resolved an entire episode of conflict <laughs> if it had been delivered at the right time. Um, instead, we get people flailing around and blaming each other for stupid shit and and you know no. There's there's not so subtle correlations to class and race relations of today. Um, it's a bit ham handed, but what I'm really confused about is why I liked it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean u- ultimately I'm guessing I there was picture enough. Picture story- him
1: sitting stoically looking off into the distance. <laughs> you okay? I
2: don't I just, know why I like this. I don't
1: understand.
2: <laughs> I mean, ultimately I'm guessing there was enough story to keep me engaged, you know, so that I was so that I wasn't just lost on all the rhetoric, but I did enjoy it. Uh season 2 if we get one looks like we're going to amp up the action and see a lot more monster hunting and cooperation between the vampires and the monster hunters. But you know, there were there were a bunch of there were a bunch of times in this like Okay, so just as an example, the the monster hunters find out about this gathering at the quote-unquote Legacy Vampires um, estate. They learn about the Legacy Vampires, and they've never killed Legacy Vampires before, so they're like, we have to wipe out this nest of Legacy Vampires. So they crash this event that they're holding for um, for the main character's quote-unquote first kill, and they start to try and kill all the vampires and then find out that the vampires are too much for them and they can't kill them and end up losing like several of their members in this attack. And then for the rest of the show, they're blaming them about the deaths that occurred while they were trying to kill them. You killed our people! Motherfucker, you invaded our home and tried to kill us. And you're mad that we killed a couple of you? Are you serious? I mean, that that kind of bullshit. I'm like, you know... (laughs) Look
1: what you made me do. Exactly! I
2: I mean, it's like, it's, it's not for nothing. I'm like, this is... This is really some some fucked up logic on a lot of this stuff, and and yeah, I mean, she was
1: directed by Eric LaSalle of ER. ER? Really?
2: No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot uh, also of also to a lesser extent. He
1: was in the movie Rappin' in the early '80s. Oh wow! Which uh, I really want to bring back the Side B episodes just to watch that. It's Rappin' with an apostrophe but at there, the end. It, by the there way, there better be
0: an apostrophe.
1: They're damn well better oh be, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> wow. And, and I mean, it's, it, there's very obviously a lot of like class relations and a lot of race relations and whatnot going on in the film, as all the vampires are white and all of the monster hunters are minorities. Um, I'm like,
1: eh, okay.
2: <laughs> but, I mean, the, the show itself, I, I mean it's it's kind of like a, a guilty pleasure, a, you know, popcorn kind of thing. I enjoyed it, I watched it. I don't know why I enjoyed it so much, but um the the two main leads, um what was her name? The uh Juliet played by uh Sarah Catherine Hook and Calliope played by Imani Lewis. Uh two girls fall in love. Um Amani Lewis is the monster hunter, and Sarah Catherine Hook is the vampire, and it's all about what happens.
1: You know, oh shit. Elizabeth them. Mitchell's in it too. What's that? Elizabeth Mitchell's in it too. Yeah, the blonde. She was the third name I read. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I I know her face. I don't know her name.
2: Yeah, yeah. I had to look her up because I'm like, I know I've seen. She's
1: it from her. Lost. Yeah,
2: she's been That's in a I, bunch of other stuff yeah. too. But, but yeah, but it. I mean, it's it's entertaining. I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go tell my wife to uh, watch that. Well, we're So definitely check it out. We're coming to our marathon uh, ending here. We've got two more things to talk about. Um, I'm not sure if Rob's microphone cut out or if he cut it out on purpose.
2: I muted it because I'm coughing my brain. You hit throat. the cough button. Okay, nice. But it, that is
1: actually what that's called.
2: Way to uh, call attention to it, dickhead.
1: Sorry, sorry. It's Yeah, it's a subtle thing you can do so no one knows that you cough, unless you have a dumbass as a co-host. He's like why are you coughing? So
0: Rob, were you coughing? <laughs> Is that why you disappeared there for a second? Or two
1: dumbasses? As <laughs> most. Uh, we're going to talk about the Umbrella Academy season three. Um, I have only watched half of it. Uh, I will uh, kind of do the introduction here. I have to scroll down. Scroll down. Where here? All right. Here's the deal.
0: Bear. convince me. I haven't seen this yet. At all.
1: <sighs> Umbrella Academy uh, season three. It released on uh, June 22nd and uh, stars. Elliot Page, which is a which is very interesting how they, and, how they ha- handled that.
2: Yeah, that was one <clears> of my <throat> concerns as to what they were going to do with that. But we'll talk about that in a minute.
1: You know, we have we have these conversations periodically off the air, mm-hmm. and I think one of the things that both of us probably need to realize is that none of this stuff happens in a vacuum. And I'm pretty sure the showrunners knew uh, at some point that they needed to have i guess threads that they can make changes without losing a crap ton of money mm-hmm. on certain uncertain on things um you know like transgender actor actress switches things like that but i actually thought it was pretty well handled uh, it it honestly it really was i was i was worried that they were going to
2: try and shoehorn something in there um just to accommodate but that wasn't even necessary i mean they had laid the groundwork in the previous seasons and it really wasn't a I mean it wasn't like they forced anything in there. We just they they just kind of talked about it, they addressed it and moved on. And I was like, "Huh."
1: The reaction was actually and it works. So the reaction when sitting there and she's like, "Well, she is now he at that point." So he says, "Well, this is who I am." And the reaction that the family has is kind of like when I talk to gay friends of mine when I'm like, "Oh, how did the, how did you come out?" And it's like, "Yeah, I told my mom and she was like, "Yeah, we knew." Yeah. And that was kind of the end of it. Yeah, they were
2: like, like, yeah,
1: okay. So, And that's where I felt that it was very realistic in a way, uh, mm-hmm. amongst all of the craziness going on in the show. But um, the other actors, Tom Hopper is Luther Hargreaves, uh, David Castaneda, Diego Hargreaves, uh, Emmy raver Lampaman, Allison Hargreaves. <laughs> I don't know if I'm not going to do all these names here. Uh, Robert Sheehan, Adrian Gallagher, Justin H. Min, Colm Fiore, uh, who I actually knew him, but I did not realize he was the, the uh, super old guy hmm. in this. Uh, Jordan, Claire, Robbins, et cetera, et cetera. Um, a well, family
2: of the, the et cetera, et cetera are the are the new ones that I oh yeah um, Jake Epstein, Cassie David, there,
1: yeah. sorry, and Justin Cornwell,
2: uh, Genesis Rodriguez, and Brittany Olford as well. Oh yeah, they they Gen- play Genesis Rodriguez the, is really good. Yeah, they play the the new um, the Sparrow Academy basically. Yeah,
1: say so a family of former child heroes now grown apart must reunite to continue to pre- protect the world. Uh, personally, when one of these big shows comes out. I always kind of take that deep breath, like, like when Rob's about to make a point. He goes, "That's kind of like when I see something is coming back." And I'm especially when I've been like inundated with genre stuff. I think it happened about like four months ago too, like in February, maybe or like January, February. There was a bunch of stuff that came out. Mm-hmm. It was just big ideas and big stories, and I'm like, "Oh, do I really want to get into this?" Because I've got, I kind of have Stranger Things in my brain right now, and I know there's it's coming back like very soon. And I can't I'm like, wait. And, like, I kind of want that story to be fresh on my mind. And then the boys have some crazy superhero stuff going on. And then this came out, and...
2: Four days, by the way. Very yeah, excited.
1: for Stranger Things. So, um, this was coming out, and I was a little uh, concerned. I'm like, am I going to be into it? And it really didn't take long for me to jump right back in.
2: No, um, it really didn't.
1: I'm not even sure what, what captured me. I think it was probably... Actually, no. Scene. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: that scene was awesome with the Sparrow Academy and the mm-hmm. and the Umbrella Academy. That was really cool. I think the scene that really I thought was really very well done was the um, the going back in time time travel breakdown, where they showed him the dude going back in time to kill his grandfather, but he went too far mm-hmm. <laughs> and was and killed the grandfather before the mother was born um and they do like this whole paradox thing and then they kind of cut to this thing where they like showed it like it was just being filmed in a movie studio where like like all of the different time periods were different sets and it it just looked really cool.
2: Yeah, it was it was one of those educational videos from the commission.
1: Yeah, it just was great. It was very well done. Um and just I, it kind of a, it just brought me completely back to the show.
2: It reminded me a lot of the uh of the informational videos that they used in Loki.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, so what do you think? You've liked it so far. You finished it.
2: I finished it. I I enjoyed it. I I really liked where they went with the series. I don't know what they're going to do for the next one though.
1: So I, I I'm not finished. I'm not sure. I I know.
2: I I'm not going to blow it. it for you. But at the end, I'm like, oh, what do we? So we'll have to
1: revisit the end when I get mm-hmm. done. I'm, it probably won't be too long. The so the the one thing that's a little bit weird is this whole like saving the world thing. Where because first season they have to save they something they does they de- they does something they do almost destroys the world and mm-hmm. they have to save the world. The second Every series season. something they do almost destroys the world. Um, Omar, you'd get a kick out of the second series because it's um, they go back in time to the '60s and it's it's very JFK assassination plot. Okay, like you see some things on screen. That you've read about hundreds of times. Interesting. Okay. All right, um, I'm down for
0: that.
2: And there's there's a lot of family angst in this this season, and the specifically the character that plays um, Allison, her her character like loses her effing mind. Which which one's Allison? Um, the I heard a rumor, girl. Oh yeah. Um, she goes off the deep end and justifies some pretty dark shit. Um. And doesn't see anything wrong with it. And then, you know, forces uh, other characters to apologize to her. And it's like, you know, <laughs> you were kind of fucking evil and and off the charts this season. I don't know where where you think you've got the moral high ground here.
1: Um. But yeah, the. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to find the name of the guy, um, the creator of the Umbrella Academy is actually Gerard Way, who is a musician, and, yeah, it's uh, he's from uh, what band is he from? I don't believe I don't remember this. Uh, from My Chemical Romance. Really? So, but when you see that, yeah, he's a lead singer, the creator of uh, and. Uh, I guess, creator or founder of My Chemical mm. Romance.
2: And I had no idea who he was. I actually had to ask somebody because I saw a, uh, I saw a sticker that said, I'm emo, but in a Gerard way.
1: Oh. Yeah, so I'm not sure if you know any of the – I mean – the. Oh, okay. You probably know some of their songs because they do, they do a lot of dance sequences to it in the old Bill and Ted show to some of their mm. songs. Okay. Um, and it involves uh, scantily clad women in uh, uh, dress – in- like uh (laughs) like you know Freddie and jason and mike myers and stuff you've definitely i know you've heard them Mm because honestly like i was kind of okay on them and then i saw that sequence and then i'm like ah halloween time let's listen to my chemical romance um (laughs) but like when you see that a dude from a very big band and he's like i'm gonna write a book you're like okay he's gonna get the the book created because he has the the star power behind his name with a certain fan group. And then you read it and you're like, Wow, this is good. Yeah. And then the show comes out and you're like, like okay, is it the same right? thing? And it's like, This is good too. So like, you know, the the creativity, I guess, didn't stop at music. Right. And I know this is the third season, so that's probably something we, you can mention during first season, but there's just a lot of big ideas and the characters are all in like the superheroes and the powers are all really kind of interesting mhm <clears throat> um, and
2: and i but, y- you mentioned about the scene that that really drew you in i i actually really liked and i don't know why but i really liked the scene where vanya i think she was vanya or i think it was still vanya at the time threatens marcus yes that's that great scene yet?
1: yeah 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 where, where she like meets him privately
2: Yeah. Yeah. They basically, the Umbrella Academy got their asses handed to them by the Sparrow Academy and they got kicked out of the house or whatever. And and they left something there, but they need to get back in. And she's like, look, we just want our stuff back. Can you give us our stuff? And and she she basically says and he's like, or what? And she's like, well, what I'm going to do is I'll attend your next public workout. And I'll openly challenge you to a one-on-one contest, and I don't think you want it. And the whole time, she's like, she's like mentally flexing. The lights are flickering on and off, and the table is rattling. His cup is about to fall into his lap, and he's like, "Uh," and she's like, "And I don't think you
1: want that." <laughs> yeah, because she did like her. They they were all surrounding her, and she did like that blast that blew him all away. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's uh, good. I really, I mean, it's obviously like super over the top, but I really love the Sparrow Academy, like uniforms. Mm-hmm. And, like when they all kind of formed up, you're like, oh, this, these guys are definitely more of a team than the other one. But uh, yeah, another show that started off I'm like, God, oh, do I really want to get into this right now? And then it was, you know, one in the morning and I'm like, I could watch another episode.
2: <laughs> Let's do one more. Yeah. Oh, shit. I got to do one more. <laughs> What day is it?
1: Stupid. Yeah. Um, Omar, uh, if we did not convince you to watch it, um, we have failed because it is actually very good. It's, it's It has a lot of big ideas that you can think about, but it also is interesting at the same time.
2: And entertaining. Yeah. No, it does sound
1: good. It legitimately sounds good, and I like the 60s angle for season two. Mm-hmm.
0: That's pretty cool. I'm down.
2: And they do they do touch on one of the big things that happened that year.
0: Okay. All right.
2: It is actually central to the plot.
0: Okay. I have an idea of what it is. I'm not going to say. We'll. I'll get to it. Uh, I will get to it this summer. Dallas. That's exactly what I thought you were going to say.
2: Involves
1: who? Dallas. Dallas. Corbin Dallas. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I I kind of gave that away too when I said JFK. Mm. Oh,
0: did you? I didn't catch it. You said JFK. I thought you. Okay. Oh, gotcha. You said.
2: I didn't hear him say JFK. Okay. I don't think he actually I thought I
0: did. I think you you just made an allusion to assassination or maybe that was just where my mind went cuz you said JFK. Okay. All right, fair enough. But that's cool. That's interesting. Yeah, no, I'm down. And it's something that's been on my list, I guess, like to some degree. It was just I'm just like what you were saying, do I want another thing cuz I I don't. There's so but much it's going really on. really
2: good. Did you see the first season?
0: I haven't seen any of it
2: so oh. far at all. Oh, you got. Oh, I envy you.
1: There's a whole lot to watch right. and
0: enjoy. All right. Okay, I'm on.
1: I'm on it. We might have to pull a Clockwork Orange and like chime to a chair and like pry his eyes open.
0: Only if you're playing Guns and Roses in the background. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're right. <laughs> nice reference. No, well, yeah. <laughs> so, welcome to the jungle. Um,
2: so now the question is, is do we really want to do light year now or do we want to wait till somebody else has had a chance to see it?
1: Oh, uh, we want to, yeah, we'll do it now. I'm not uh, sure. I'm hoping I'll get a chance to see it, but there's, uh, things going on. So
2: I may, okay. Because Omar, you didn't see it either. No. Right?
1: And
0: I'm totally down to see it, but I, I agree. Let's, we can jump on it now. Cause I, I won't be able to see it by the time we.
1: Cause uh, well, next week we've got, um, Beavis and Butthead do the oh. universe, which I've already watched and I forgot about, um, and uh, there's other things as well. Is that only in the theater? It's a uh, Paramount Plus. Oh,
0: okay. I think I have that.
2: I'm not sure. All right. Well, tell me about Lightyear. Lightyear was released June seventeenth of 2022. It's directed by Angus McLean, and it does star Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear, uh, Kiki Palmer, Peter Son, Taika Waititi, Dale Souls. James Brolin, Uzo Adu- Aduba, uh, Mary McDonald Lewis, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., Angus McLean, Bill Hader, Efren Ramirez, and Kira Hairston. And whilst the synopsis is, while spending years attempting to return home, Maroon's Space Ranger Buzz Lightyear encounters an army of ruthless robots commanded by Zerg who are attempting to steal his fuel source. I I will say that I was really looking forward to this one. U- ultimately, the movie itself was kind of eh for me. I'm not sure why it didn't hit, uh but it it left me a bit flat. I I don't think they ever really got that that hook that drew me in and got me invested in the movie. Um I I think a large part of that was that I for a huge portion of the movie I felt like I was watching a documentary. Um huh. There, there were definitely the way it was seen... filmed,
1: the way it was presented. Um, Is there a yes, and I,
2: I oddly enough, I want to say it had to do with Buzz Lightyear's running commentary. Okay, like he and they, they make a joke of it, like through throughout the movie. But like throughout the movie, he was like recording mission logs while the movie was happening, and it's like it, it's like David Attenborough, like talking over you know the uh, the mating of the you know blue-chested finch or some shit
1: the best video on youtube i'm like a, is is a minute and a half it is a just look up wild ass and it's a slow pan over a grassland and there's a donkey running and you just hear david attenborough just say wild ass <laughs> and then it cuts to a new scene that's it there's nothing else <laughs> thank you david attenborough yeah
2: <laughs> yeah <coughs> So there there were definitely scenes that I liked. Um the the controversy that that was got, that's been going on has blown way out of proportion. It's I, I I mean, we've talked about it before, but again, people have lost their collective fucking minds.
1: Is this the um, uh Tim Allen thing? No. This is oh. the uh same sex kiss. Oh. I didn't even think
2: about that. That that's not really even a kiss. It's a kiss on the cheek. It's not I think a the, shared... only,
1: the only real controversy is the fact that Disney Left it in, which cost them millions of dollars, which I'm sort of impressed about.
2: Yes, and I've seen, like, I've seen uh, signs outside of movie theaters saying that they're fast-forwarding through the scene. I'm like, really? really? It's a kiss on a cheek. Just because it happens between a same-sex couple is, I mean, it's, but it's no different than, like, a father kissing their son on the cheek. It's like, come on. That's exhausting. They're fast-forwarding. Like, the movie theater is actually fast-forwarding through it? Was it like a... There, there was thing? a sign. That I, I saw posted that there was a sign at a movie theater that
1: says, we are doing our best to fast-forward, but it won't yeah, be. Yeah. Right. And see, and like I saw the other thing where people were all pissed off that Tim Allen wasn't going to be in it, and they're like, Disney is, is canceling Tim Allen. But, like, he's literally working with Disney right now on the next Santa Claus movie. Right. So that's that really bad job of quote-unquote canceling someone if you're also still working for the same company on another project at (laughs) the same time
2: i yeah i don't i don't think it um chris evans was maybe disney just doesn't realize
0: it's the same tim allen
2: yeah yeah it it (laughs) wasn't jarring it wasn't jarring that the voice was done by chris evans um i i mean it like i said the movie itself was okay I mean, I'm not sure I'd recommend running out to see it in the theaters, um, especially given the fact that Doctor Strange Two is already available for no extra fee on Disney Plus. I mean, yeah, not, we were
1: gonna rush to see it the other day, like I told you. It might not hurt you to wait for it, you know. Some some things kind of happened where I had to go home and pressure wash
2: something because your HOA was pissy.
1: Well, yeah, and it just I I mentioned the not wanting to be super hot. And so I figured I would pressure wash cuz the weather was nice and I knew I was going to be busy all the day, the entire next day so um that's completely unrelated to the movie but I but I mean if it's
2: going to be available in 2 months I I might just say wait months yeah
1: I, mean, was... I really liked the design of the ship
2: they they kept um, referring to it as the giant onion
1: Oh really mm-hmm. like cuz I've seen I've seen the Lego version of it it looks pretty cool
2: of wait of Buzz's ship or of the the, of the, the individual ship? fighter ship Oh okay okay yeah the, the mothership, they, they call the onion. Nice.
1: Uh, well, you got to tell me about the most important part, the little orange cat.
2: The little orange cat is great. He doesn't have a large part until the second half of the movie. Um, because the first half is Buzz trying to get the fuel source right. So, basically, Buzz goes on these missions to try, and they they've lost their fuel source. And it's... It's a weird combination that they're trying to get just right so that it'll get them to faster than light travel. Um, But every time Buzz tests this new fuel out, the closer he gets to light speed, um, you get the time dilation. So time slows down for Buzz and speeds up for everyone else, right? So each test flight that that Buzz does takes approximately four years for him to complete. For them. For him, it's like two hours, but for them, it's like four years, right? So he's gone for four years, so they're getting older and older and older and older, and finally his friend dies. You know, I mean, that's no huge secret. You know, he does, he does like 16 of these flights, so, you know, people are growing old without him. Um, But he feels responsible, so he's trying to make sure that they have the correct fuel source to get back home. And, um... So the the cat is not in the movie for like all of that part. Of, you know, he he basically sees the cat when he comes back before he goes out on another on another run. I'm and, pro cat. Um, what's
1: that? I'm pro cat.
2: Yeah, and then they try to take the cat from him. You know, after they cancel his mission, they're like, you know what, fuck it, we're just gonna stay here. And he's like, maybe what? that's
1: why people were offended. They cause in a kids movie where they're just like, fuck it.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. <laughs> but Did you decide... see
1: this lesbian kiss? Like, no, I just saw the main character say, fuck it. <laughs> or the, fuck it, commander guy.
2: So, yeah, so basically they try to stay there, and Buzz is like, no, and they try to take the cat away from him, and he's like, no, so he steals the cat and steals the fuel source and, and goes off, and then there's a, another little twist at the end that, you know, I completely saw coming, but I won't ruin that for you.
1: Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm deciding if I find some free time.
2: Um yeah. I mean, it, like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't rush out to go see it, but if you've got nothing else to do, you may as well.
1: Hey guys, jumping in here to say that there will not be a gimme 5 question of the week this week. We had planned on it, but some other things came about, including a holiday weekend, some health stuff, some work stuff, and unfortunately, there'll be not a question. There will be not there will be no question. However, Next week, we are going to finalize Stranger Things, probably talk about the Minion movie, and there's a bunch of other cool stuff to talk about. So check out episode 249 next week.
0: so <laughs> that